I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, let's go back to pubes. They're curly. Honest to God, if you pull my pants, I've not trimmed in so long, it looks like I've got Annie in a leg lock. Ah! Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by stand-up comedian, TV presenter, and all-round funniest fire crotch I know, it's Stephen fucking Bailey, everybody! Yay! I'm applauding myself. I'm applauding myself. <laughs> Self-love is important. Don't it ever really let... is. Yeah. Don't and so tell you we need to flag about the fire crotch because I've yeah. gone blonde up top, but I've stayed real below. So it is a shock for people. I was about to say you'd sneaky bastard. But um, no, I like it, Stephen. You suit the highlights. Thank you. I was just, I am, um, after the, how, what, the hundredth lockdown, I was having a nervous breakdown like everyone else. And I thought, well, I could do therapy, but that's £80 an hour. So I got a mint arrow, I went to see my hairdresser. And I said, James, it's the Attitude Awards. I think we need to go blonde. And he was like, you want to risk it for the Attitude Awards? And I was like, today's the day. Yeah. Today is the day. High, high risk, high reward though, Stephen. Like that's what a lot of people don't, don't like take into consideration like if you want big results you've got to do big things sometimes yeah I always think you know I don't know about you but I really do believe in that I think when you take a leap of faith of like I'm council estate kid Uh and so I have really weird issues with money even when I have it and I always think when I (laughs) spend it yeah I really do I'm always like even when I have it I'm like you've got no money you've got no money and so then what I've learned is going, I love like a Joe Malone candle. Do you know, just what you wouldn't get yeah. often, but you yeah. every now and again you have, and it's only a little splurge. Yeah. And um, I always go, oh God, oh God. And I went to um, a therapist, which, do you know one of those that tap your head? They tap you. I think it's just called tapping. Like they just tap you all over. <laughs> I'm not familiar and, with this form of therapy, but I will. I'm it is a bit bonkers. <laughs> it is a bit bonkers, but it really opened me up. Right. And so like you're tapping going, I'm not scared of spending money. I'm not scared of that. Everyone's no. switching off now. They're like, this is too early in 2022 for this. Council estate, you would fucking kick your ass. You've got more money than sense if you're paying someone to tap your forehead, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> for free. For free. Okay. For free. Yeah, it was free. Do you think, again, I would not pay for that. I was like, mm, I'm not sure this sounds like my thing. And then they were like, well, we'll give you a few sessions on us. And I was like, oh, it sounds right up my street. 
And <laughs> so I go in and go, and then straight away I went to buy Joe Malone candle. I was like, I'm going to regret this when my gas bill comes in. I'm really going to regret it. And then, but then as soon as I spent the money, I got a corporate job, which is quite well paid yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, I have heard and, that. And um, I was so, I was like, maybe there's something in this. Yes. No, honestly, I think like a million ten percent like I'm I'm I mean it's January isn't it so I'm like really fired up about all this type of stuff but I think whatever you put out in the universe you definitely get back more of it's like an energy thing um and the other day I, I wrote about it on my Insta story like I got some like quite good news and I can't talk about it yet because it's not come to fruition properly I know that's I hate when people I do that to me that. I know it, I'm such a gossip as well like I'm just like I, I, me at all but no so you'll know about it soon enough but anyway um, yeah, so I was like, I really, I was about to get on a train when I got the call and I thought that's so miserable, like four hours on my own with like no one to celebrate with. I'm going to get myself a Burger King. Like, yeah. and I was like, I'm going to celebrate with a Burger King. But as on the way in, I spotted like a, like a, a man who's going to sleep rough, like a homeless fella. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you hungry, mate? Do you want anything? And he was like, yeah, please. And I was like, right, I'm going to get him a Burger King and me a Burger King. Wait, like no disrespect to the staff in Newcastle City, like Central Station <laughs> Burger King. But like, e, I waited about 25 minutes for me scran. And I was sitting there looking at me cut and I was like, mate, my train's going in five minutes. Like this is, it's half this food's oh not for me. I've got to get back God. outside. So I was stressing out. So basically he finally got me food, ran out, gave it to the fella, ran back across the thing on the platform got on my train sat down I'd gave the fella my burger as well hadn't I oh my <laughs> it was all in one bag so I was sitting there thinking shit I'm, I'm starving I've got four hours you know train food's notoriously like like questionable so I was thinking if it's even open oh nah so many times during the pandemic like we haven't got staff for it so so I'm sitting there thinking I'm absolutely starving like oh Jesus Christ but get on this. The conductor comes over. We're chatting. I tell him I forgot my charge. I asked if I could borrow it. The fella comes over. I cut him and say, and he goes, would like to ask you to come and sit in first class. Oh. Stephen, I got me dinner. I got a comfy seat. The lent is a charger. And I have to believe, right, that that happened to me because I did something good for someone else. Do you know, I believe that as well. Yes. And I must say, I am very much, because I did Celebrity Coach Trip. You did Celebrity mm. Coach Trip. I... So I had a great experience of mine, but everyone on ours was very much like, bow down to the universe, what you put out there, you'll get back. And I spent a lot of my trip rolling my eyes about that. <laughs> I thought, you've all been famous far too long, okay? Because what I believe in is a bit of hard graft. Yeah, don't that. get me wrong, that goes yeah. far as well, son. I'm with but you on that. I think, it's, I think it's the two things, you know, when luck meets opportunity. Yeah. So I really do agree because I remember like in the the darkest bit of the pandemic, you know, where everyone was like, right, I can't see what I love, what's going on, I'm absolutely terrified, all my work's gone, blah, 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 blah. Bacon, um, banana bread, watching Tiger We're King. being lied. Yeah. We're watching Tiger King. I've put on so much weight, you can yeah. be whatever size you want, but I was eating my feelings and that's not okay. And um, <laughs> and it got to a point where I was like, oh my God, I was just, I couldn't see anything positive. I couldn't yeah. see the light at the end of the tunnel. But then bad stuff kept happening it yeah. just was like more than you more than you and then I started therapy and exercise and seeing people again the pandemic started to lighten up and, yeah. the, and I was like I'm, I'm starting to feel like my own self and good things keep coming yeah. and you go so I do I do believe it's like the way your brain works like the more you see goodness the more yeah. you get goodness the more you look at the dark you're going to get more dark 
I think it makes sense as well. Yeah. Like, it, it, do you know what, Stephen? I was thinking to myself, I've had the first two podcasts of 2022. We've had the Speakmans, you know, very therapy based, in depth, love them. We had Roxy Nafusi, of course, the Manifesting Queen. We're all t- and I thought, I'm going to have Stephen Bailey on. We're going to have like some light comedy reprieve and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> and here we are discussing like the, the attractions of the universe. Like, come on, mate. Can we just talk about pubes again? Sorry. Okay, <laughs> let's go back to pubes. They're curly. Honest to God, if you pull my pants, I'm not trimmed in so long it looks like I've got Annie in a leg lock um is that what you're after is that is that the tone Viv that's so the tone I love you yeah okay great we can flip it (laughs) he's he's multifaceted people like don't doubt him (laughs) well I like to think that we're all lasagna we've all got loads of different layers we've got our meaty chunks we've got our carbohydrate chunks we've got a little bit of mushroom (laughs) thrown in I hate when people are just like just do the positive or just do the pubes. And it's like, at least one day we can be very negative. <laughs> no, but you can't have light without shade in life. Mm-hmm. Firm believer with that. Oh, Votanelli's on the Pepsi Max already. What type oh of Oh my God. I love a Pepsi Max. Before Low 10 in calorie. Before <laughs> 10 a.m., son, you are savage. I won't even apologise. <laughs> no, don't, honestly. I, I normally treat myself, I say like, once 12 o'clock's gone definitely coke zero like through and through but that you're on for a savage day before it stops me in like galaxies and i got into such a bad habit of having a kinder bueno every day at 11 just to satisfy my brain is that because like a kinder bueno bueno feels like a lighter way to enjoy chocolate like i know it's not its tagline it's because it feels really posh chocolate because it's called bueno okay which is italian is it italian for good yeah Kinder bueno, kinder good. And so it's like, not like a dairy milk. Nah, common. nah. It makes you feel, same price, but it makes you feel a bit more... Cosmopolitan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I did a show with Lady C, do you know, Lady Colin Campbell. Yeah, I was and... in the jungle with her, Stephen. Did you do it with her? I? Okay, well, I apologise for that. But she was nice <laughs> on the show I worked on. And... <laughs> Honestly, right? Like, I liked that. Like, (laughs) I know she was incredibly controversial and caused an awful lot of um of the the arguments and upset in camp but she had a little soft spot for me i think and i subsequently had a, a big soft spot for her but it was since we came out she's she's stuck the knife in a little bit like oh has she i she said like vicky's middle class and her accent's a bit of an act and i was <gasps> like i'm born and bred like Walls End, which doesn't mean anything to anyone from who was in from the fucking northeast, but it's rough as out. Like I, I thought, you got no idea about my upbringing, mate. This so. is where you post your birth certificate, <laughs> <laughs> your mum's bank details from the nineties. <laughs> this is where I show people with me like one shoe on until I was ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my yeah. My sister had the other one. No, I just thought, oh god, I, I don't know about that, but yeah, I still love her. So go on, carry on. Well, she got me into. I love this. You know, you can be a bit fancy on the cheap. So she got me into um, Tesco champagne. She was like, darling, it's the best champagne you could ever have. And I was like, and you know she's telling the truth if it's a posh person who can afford it, don't you? So now I drink Tesco champagne because I could actually afford it to have it regularly. And she likes KFC. So now I think that's like a gourmet chicken restaurant. No way, does she? Yeah, yeah. Ladies say though, like, oh, and I'm get, like, I will move on after this, but she always, mar- always has marched to the beat of her own drum. Mm. Like, you know, I think she's very eclectic and um, she's not bothered what everyone else is doing. It's what feels right for her. Like, I like that about her. She, it's what's, what's entertaining to watch, isn't it, as a yeah. viewer? Yeah. As a humble viewer. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Um, okay, so you mentioned before, and I do have to bring this up, you were going to the Attitude Awards. Did I yeah. read you got voted? Right, was this before or after the hair change that you got voted one of the top 100 bachelors? Oh, this was before the hair change because I'm oh. in a relationship now. So it was a couple of years ago. Okay. Oh, he's a lawyer, babe. Shut oh, up. lawyer. No, she's led me the best life. She's yes. going to be. I keep trying to get um, the housewives of Cheshire to make me the first gay housewife. <laughs> babe, do you know what? It's long overdue. I want to see yes. that. I want to see No, I love reality. I was really like. <laughs> I could go and I could go head to head with like Lauren and all the others over there. You um, you'd fit right in, I think. I know one of them at the minute has got the best tagline where she's like, "I don't care if you call me a man eater, but there's not many left to munch." And I just <laughs> think it's so funny. <laughs> I Honestly, don't... they're all iconic. I love them all. I think it's such a great show, but I could definitely see you on this space for a little gaze, they're not. I think so, especially when I'm with a lawyer and I'm drinking champagne and secretly eating KFC when I'm in an emotional state. Like, it's exactly <laughs> what they're after. But what's really funny is, like, so my boyfriend is an employment lawyer, so he knows everything that's, like, right and wrong in the world. Uh-huh. And sometimes he'll give me, like, appraisals after my gigs, be like, Stephen, you shouldn't really say it. It's pushing it a bit far. It's pushing it a bit far. Like, do we have to talk about your pubes meeting my beard on the stage, Stephen? <laughs> like, I thought, though, in fairness, him doing it after your comedy, like, shows is one thing. I thought you were going to say he did it after your, like, sexual encounters. And I was going to be like, I can't go up. I'm sorry. I mean, I might just not have found that Excel spreadsheet yet, but that is entirely possible. This bitch writes everything down. Do you know, it's always got something. Oh, babe, I'm say. so pleased for you, though. Thank you. And he's such, he hates this. You know, when you like um, say something nice about each other, I always go, I think you're really kind. And he's like, oh, how boring. And it's like, all right, Mr. Interesting. Cool. <laughs> It is like, I think that should be, I saw someone in your story actually the other day, and it's like, I do think that is a quality that we don't look for in each other that's probably the most attractive. Because someone that's kind, like, you can leave for a few days, yeah, and they're not going to run off to the club and get with... Giselle. I don't know who Giselle is. I think it's an animal. I think it's an animal. No, oh no, Giselle. <laughs> Giselle. A gazelle is like a beast, isn't it? It's like a beast. It's like a, um, I suppose the best way to describe it is like a deer that lives in Africa. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, bang on, you know your animals. He's into gazelles. <laughs> but like, I completely agree with you. And like, I don't know, right, if it's what age, mate. So I'm really sorry if I'm like lumping you in. No, like, I'm 35, I'm old. Yeah, mid 30s, there we go. So like when you're younger, like you're, the list of things that you look for in a fella, it's it's often very vapid, but, um, or, you know, or a, or, or a partner, female partner, you know, we'll want, want to know like what job they've got what car they've got like what color hair they've got like and all these but like silly superficial boxes we need ticked um 
and even like as you get a little bit older I think the stuff will go for is stupid as well like I remember thinking oh I needed like a really like the loudest bloke in the room who was going to be to deal with me because I'm quite outgoing and opinionated and everything but actually like I discovered very quickly well actually not quickly enough because it still took us getting me heartbroken a couple of times and cheated on a lot but um no it, it the loudest person in the room is quite often the most insecure I mean, fucking yeah. hell, you know that. Jesus, coming from your background. I'm surrounded by yeah. them yeah. most nights. But yeah, I think it is. I think I, I've got, and I've got to say, similarly to you, where it was like, oh yeah, the loudest, the cockiest, the one that would play harder to get. I think we used to all confuse passion for anxiety. Like, I don't <laughs> think it is passion. I think you're anxious. You're like, <laughs> they got to call us back. Like, oh my God, they called us back. And you're basically like jizzing all over the phone. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's like that's anxiety that's just been released. It's also torture. It's like mental torture, isn't it? Like those games, like you, I used to almost go for arrogance as well, you know? Yeah. Oh, didn't we yeah. all love a bit of a bastard? Like, what was that? And oh. so many of these, I do tend to think it's straight men, I'm afraid, cisgendered mm. straight men. Yeah. But they do have this arrogance. I always do it with comedians. I'm always like, oh my God, you know, if I had 5% of your confidence, I'd be bloody Graham Norton by now. You know, <laughs> I, walk, I walk into a room being very good at my job, apologising. Oh, sorry I delivered. Sorry I delivered. <laughs> and there's these ones that come in that are so garbage that are like, well, smash that. And I was like, Wait, when? <laughs> Honestly, I know it's just like, and again, I'm making a sweeping generalization, but like straight, white, privileged men, like who've, you know, are relatively good looking that I've got spent probably a bit well off since birth that I've spent like the vast majority of my life going out with. And they are just such bastards. But yeah, so like it wasn't until I sort of got to my mid 30s or like early 30s that I was like, obviously, what I've been doing what I've been, the men I've been going for hasn't been working for me. So I'm going to try something new that I met Erkan. And like the thing I describe him as most is kind. Yeah. And like, it, it, there's loads of other things I could say, you know, he's fucking easy on the eye. He's like, he's great. He's great yes, he me. is. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he's great with Milo. Like he's super supportive in Korea. So many things. But the kind thing for me, like a proper, it's right at the top, mate. And I hadn't, I hadn't prioritised it properly before, I don't think. I think because we're not taught to really. Like whoever says like, oh, he's kind, like he's amazing. Like, I don't know. I think about it. Oh, it's my favourite thing about my boyfriend. And um but I also think it really shows like people's out insides come out, don't they? So you can tell a bad guy now. Like Urkan has kind eyes. My rich has kind eyes. And I th- I really think you can I think it is a big thing. I, I think it's gonna start coming a bit round now to like less vacuous. Yeah. You know. It's um, got to, it's got to, post-pandemic, mate, and I, I say that as we're still living in it, but post-pandemic, we've definitely reevaluated what's important, haven't we? Yeah. It, it's not like fucking, it's not wealth, it's not massive great big houses, it's not showing off, it's not this like vacuous in, Instagram lifestyle, it's like for your family, your friends, being good to other people, reaching out, caring, like that's what's important, I think. And stand up, I think as well, you know, there is no doubt at this point of us having this conversation that we've been gaslit by the government. Have you know? we fucking not, mate? I know. Like, so there's no, so it's all that. And I think we've just, I think because we've had time to sit still, 
our eyes have opened so that you can yeah. miss. I mean, you still get the odd one, but you can't save everyone. And um, <laughs> and it's like you know, I think people saw it like when people was at the very start of the pandemic when all the subjects were like, guys, just stay at home. It's so easy. And people were like, well, you're sat in a park. And it's like, I'm not in a park. It's my garden that happens to have a pool. And then people were like, <laughs> actually, we might be in the same pandemic, but we're in different goddamn boats. Yeah. I'm in a goddamn dinghy over here. <laughs> um, and I think people have seen all that. So I think it's like, well, we want to see less superficial stuff. Yeah. And it's like, we want to see what's in your heart. And yeah. Head. I'm going back to being the sweet mum. <laughs> But um, I really feel, I, I feel like the most politically engaged that I ever have been. I was that moron about three years ago that was like, voting, not for me. Brexit, I'm not getting involved. You know, like, someone, someone with a politics degree should deal with it. And now I'm like, oh, they can. Okay, so I need to step up. So I've read, I've become so educated in all these different little things. Yes. I'm like, no. She knows about the world. <laughs> I voted for Little Mix and that went well for 10 years. It's not my fault, Jeffy Nelson left. Um, <laughs> but it went well for 10 years. So it, my vote could at least give us a good 10 yeah. years. I mean, that honestly, it's done better than ever got any government's ever done for a Little Mix. <laughs> yeah, so... lasted longer yeah. before a fallout. What do you think, Gorm? We can't ignore the elephant in the room. What do you think about all this bloody Boris Johnson saying he couldn't, he, he didn't know he was at a party? I... I, I don't have the words. I just feel like you're every ex-boyfriend <laughs> I've ever had. Do you know why it's like you've caught an ex-boyfriend cheating? They're looking at you be like, no, that wasn't me. And I, I'm literally, I can see you with your hands down his pants. No, that wasn't me. Well, can you take your hand off his dick and I might believe you? That's where I'm at with it. I swear to God, right? I haven't thought about it like that, right? But this is me going back years, and I don't think I've ever spoke about this since. I remember I used to, I was going out with someone, this is years ago now, but I was going out with someone um, from X on the Beach, and I would sit and wash the show. And he'd promised me, you know, like, after you left, babe, I never kissed anyone else. And I'd sit and watch him kissing other people on the show, and I'd, like, ring him up and be like, you're cheating on me on the show, and he would absolutely convince me that that he wasn't do that he wasn't oh. doing this, and I believed him. And I think he like that is what Boris is doing. Like he's like, no, sorry, I I, did, I was not at that party. I do not remember it. It's it's absolutely the same. Boris needs to go on the next series of X on the Beach. Oh my god, <laughs> I have a question. Hit you me. did Celebrity SAS, right? Yes, Stephen. Tell me you're not going. No, no. <laughs> please, <laughs> please. Um, do you think, because obviously they do a bit of mental torture on that, right. do you think your ex-relationship stood you in good stead for that show? Because <laughs> surely you can deal with those men shouting in your face when yeah. you've dealt with some of your wrongdoms. Do you know what? Honestly, That's my like, <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I, enough time has passed again since I say it's happened for me to talk about it more freely because I was a little bit traumatised. Um oh, yeah, it was the worst time for us to do it, mate. Like, I did it in the middle of a pandemic, so I'd been sitting for a year with my finger up my arse. Like, <laughs> I, I'd not... I, normally, I'm quite, you know, I'm quite on it with the gym yeah, and stuff. Like, okay. I like it. Yeah, but you, without the motivation of a holiday or a red carpet or a live TV appearance, like, I wasn't as as motivated. So, no, nah, mate, I was really unfit. And it was just the physical side of things I struggled with. Like, yeah. yes, there was a lot of anxiety, like what's going to happen next? What they're going to put you through? Where am I going to be jumping out of? Um, but you know, like some of the blokes, like Foxy and Mel in particular, like I really liked them. 
Like I've had Foxy on the podcast. I speak to Mel all the time. I had a little, like, Ant Middleton's tough. He's hard as the hobs of hell. But um, I had a little joke with him on Instagram the other day. He's, he's, they've been, they've lived different lives to us, you know? So yeah, mate, like I didn't struggle as much with the mental side of things. And maybe it's the, maybe it's the fellas I've gone out with in my past and the torture I've gone through romantically did set us in good stead for that. Listen, if everything happens for a reason, that was it. (laughs) And, um, because I've always fancied doing that one from a gay rights point of view because they don't very much have gay... No, because they don't really have gay men on it. And I would think, because um, I am quite a feminine camp man, people would underestimate me, but I'm actually a black belt in taekwondo. No way! Yeah! Where did that come from? Did you have to pick up that skill? No, I didn't feel like I had to. So the thing is with me, it was obviously a kid in the 90s. We weren't <laughs> as far with thinking as we are now. So all the sports were gender. So it's like I could do football or rugby. Uh-huh. Do you uh-huh. think I want to do football or rugby? Nah. No interest. But the girls got to do rounders, netball and trampolining. Much more my vibe when it was the <laughs> 90s and no one was thinking like that then. They only let us just hold hands in public, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and so I um, I was always like, mm, so I always got my dad to write me a note. And my dad, dad died of a heart attack. So he said that everyone's going to die of a heart attack. So he was like, you've got to do something for fitness. And it was as, it was as vacuous as this, but I really got into it. I saw an interview where Sarah Michelle Gellar said to get ready for the role of Buffy. She studied Taekwondo. And I was like, well, I'd love to be a vampire slayer one day. And that was it. But then I got, and I really got into it and loved it. But that, that's, that was the starting point. Yeah. I arrived and I was like, I'm not sure this is me. The instructor was really fit. Oh, nice. And then it was like, then we were off. Then we were off. <laughs> And then it was a thing of being like, don't you tell me what to do. Every time I said I was a black belt in Taekwondo, oh, like when I went to school and was like, oh, I'm doing Taekwondo, my friends would laugh at me. And I was like, so I just did it to spite people. Yeah. And now I am like desperate to get on a show like Celeb Essayers because I was like, I'll win to spite you because you said I can't do it because I'm feminine. And it's like I want to go on the last leg to be like, you have chubby like comedians that don't do anything. This is yeah. supposed to be a sports show. Let me come on. I just think it's so, I think it's one of my hidden depths that I really love about myself. <laughs> Is that bad to say? But I really no. love it about myself. Again, all about self-love here at The Secret 2. I do feel yeah. like we've spent a solid first half of this show pitching you for, for TV shows. So in, in 2022, I'm imagining it's on your vision board to do SES, The Last Leg and Real Housewives. One of them's got to come to fruition, surely. Real Housewives is the top one. Top of that. My agent is going to send me a very aggressive message after this, but Real Housewives is the top one. I'm going to I'm going to manifest it on your behalf. Is it, I'm going to get it, get it on my vision board for you, right, Stephen. Can we have you back in part two, please? Please, yes, yes. please. Oh my God, I can't wait. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.